This is Happy Hour with M and Jazz. Today, we've got the gang all together to tell stories, fess up to our many embarrassments, and to answer some questions. You'll never guess who's back. Drum roll, please. Today, I'm not behind the scenes. I'm Charlotte, and I'm the producer of Happy Hour. Before we get started, we would just like to state that this episode contains subjects that may be sensitive to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Altogether, our goal is to recount some of our best memories, shed some light on our personal university experiences, and maybe even provide you with some of our most useful advice. So grab a drink, because we'll be here for a while. For some context, um, this episode Jasmine, how are you feeling? A little tipsy. I'm a how are you feeling? I'm pretty high. <laughs> oh, say quieter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little ASM. Little ASMR. <laughs> Emma's baked as fuck. All right, so um, we went on our Instagrams. We asked people to leave. Uh, whether they wanted some advice or questions they had for us, what they wanted to hear from us, basically. Anyway, so we wrote out some of the questions and compiled them all together. And so we're just going to go through them and do like a drunk Q&A. I'm sober as fuck, by the way. So I'm moderating these two and bitches. all of us are legal. Just want yeah. to say it. All of us are legal and we promote safe substance. And marijuana yes. is also legal here. Yes. You said illegal. Legal. Legal. Lovely. Trust me. She said legal. I heard it. I smoke weed every day. My, past, my wife, I pass her to smoke weed song, every day. Except we won't view it because we'll get da, da, copywritten. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. What made you what made us want to start this show well on my end me and charlotte charlotte and i were in a podcasting class in our second semester of second year and we produced an episode episode two if you go back right Mm -hmm. um in time with some of our um schoolmates yeah and it went really well our Professor Meg Wilcox, shout out to her, um, kind of encouraged us to continue with this and to keep it going. And previously, Emma and Charlotte had talked about kind of starting a podcast and doing that. Um, So then we kind of got all of us back together and started this. And we've all got kind of different strengths that we bring to the podcast, which is pretty interesting. Like Charlotte's taking more of a producer role, so more like technical things and I've done more of like the writing and Emma and I like do a lot of the script writing together. We actually all work on that a lot together. You know, there's very different strengths and weaknesses and I think we all kind of complement each other very nicely. So that's interesting. No, I completely agree with you. Um, Charlotte and I talked about the podcast. I think it was in the first semester, but we both got really, really busy, especially Charlotte was super busy. So we didn't talk about it for a while. And then, Like Jasmine said, her and Charlotte did a podcasting class, and then Charlotte approached us about the idea after, and I was really down for it, because I really wanted to talk about just kind of anything and everything that I've experienced in university, because it's like, 
not many people get to hear everything on like a podcast. It's not broadcast that people do it. And it also like, it pertains to our degree. And I really was like, yeah, that'd be really neat to try. When I had first approached Emma with the idea back in first semester, we wanted to do something that people would really enjoy and listen to. And then when Jasmine and I kind of adapted that for that class, it was like all about creating community and having open conversations with people. And I think that's one of the things that all three of us value the most in our degree is being able to talk with people in a real way. Um, And so that's kind of what we wanted to bring to this podcast. So that is, I guess, how the show started. Yeah. What are the best and worst parts about dating in university? Um, Best part? (laughs) Right now, dating is like a downhill for me, but the best part of dating is probably having someone to be comforted by. But like in university specifically? In university specifically. (laughs) Okay, wait, Jasmine, go first. I feel like... I the question. For me, I haven't done the whole dating someone thing in university um like I haven't been with one specific person I've obviously been back and forth from Edmonton and Calgary there's been multiple guys along the way hell yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) ups and downs and lefts and rights and mostly a downhill spiral yeah literally no but I feel like For me, I think the freedom of like moving away and stuff, I definitely kind of like took that to my advantage. I, I wouldn't say I regret it, but it wasn't probably my, my best, my best day. But uh, as of right now, I think that it's nice to like kind of have the freedom to like roam and experience different things. And I'm sure like, I guess a downside to dating someone in university is like what comes after. But I mean, I can't really speak on that because I haven't explored it to my best extent, I guess. I guess, like, for me, I've only been in a relationship in school, not necessarily just one. Um, but, like, yeah, I've not I've not really been in school and not been in a relationship overly. And so I guess I would just say, like, my favorite part, but the best part for me personally about dating somebody in university is, like, I have that person to lean on when, like, you know, first semester last year, I was in seven classes. Like I was really overwhelmed. I was working full time still. And it was just really overwhelming But to have like somebody to a certain degree that you can lean on that will like at least hear you. Um, it was really nice. And so I've definitely really valued that throughout. Probably the worst part. I don't honestly, for me personally, I don't think there's cons unless you're in a shit relationship. The guy's really controlling. Like I've been there and in university, it was really hard. Like couldn't even go out and drink with my friends type thing but I don't I I haven't found very many cons um okay I thought about it now so (laughs) I can answer now um basically I'd say like when I was dating people I wasn't dating them really throughout university it was like at the end of the semester last year to the summer and then I was also kind of seeing someone but we barely saw each other so it was really hard to kind of like you know, think about it. But I'd say that dating around and stuff in university, it's really nice because it's like, you get, like you said, Charlotte, it's like you get someone that you can rely on and talk to about struggles that like university kids go through and stuff. And it's really nice to be able to rely on someone. And one of the biggest downsides is if you're dating someone in your university, especially if it's MRU, it's so small. So you're going to run into them and it's 
so awkward sometimes. So embarrassing. I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> not looking forward to that. It's like you walk around the corner, you bump into two guys. We will not guys. be naming names on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. You're going to see them. Um, I think that's kind of awkward, especially if it didn't end well. And Calgary is a small city. And yeah. I've run into a few of my exes multiple times. And it's always like... Shit. Ooh. <laughs> unfortunate that. time. Yeah. Kind of going off of that, do you prefer, I'm going to switch this, do you prefer meeting people like somebody you see online or in person? Did the whole online thing, um, I'm going to say, it's kind of a waste of the time. But that's just like, that's just my personal experience. Like not everyone goes through that. And that's the thing is like, I know so many people that actually got relationships off of Tinder and stuff. I'm just like, not one of those. Yeah, exactly. Woohoo! I but have like, a great relationship from Tinder, but that's not like it did. It took a long time. Yeah, exactly. Like it's one of those things. It's like, if you're going to swipe through a thousand people and probably like 99% of them are not going to be hit it, it, hit the spot at all. Oh, it's not like. Even, like, I, I talk about it now all the time with my boyfriend. Like, we met on Tinder. We hung out. I did not vibe. Like, mm-hmm. we started dating 10 months later. But those 10 months, like, we were just in such different places. And so, like, I didn't vibe with him. And now, like, he's somebody that I picture my, the rest of my life with. And I can't, like, not want to spend time with. But, like, I thought he was, like, cocky, arrogant, fucking asshole when I first met him. Oh, I totally get that. And I was also super stoned, so it probably didn't help. I would definitely say in person. Like, okay. I'm one of those people who, like, has to, like, hit it off with someone. Like, whether it be at the bar or, like, a social gathering. Which, like, has not happened because mm-hmm. of our fucking world right now. COVID. Corona. But I'm always one of those people who, I think that's how I meet people. It's, like, through interaction or through, like friends of friends things like that like I was never one I literally my joke is that I don't have enough storage on my phone for tinder and like I think you guys can advocate no I literally do not have any storage on my phone so I definitely am one to like meet someone and either automatically get the ick or it's like yeah I fuck with this person no I totally get that meeting someone in person is so much nicer it's just much more genuine yeah oh yeah but yeah I think, like, no, I fucked with Tinder for a long time. I, it, like, I was, like, always expecting, I think, in my brain that I was going to find the one. And then every time I'd just be disappointed. And I was, like, oh, maybe this isn't, like, Tinder is definitely for hookups, like. Oh, way more. If you want, like, the better relationship dating app is Hinge. I will say that for a period of time, I did have a Christian Mingle account. I was <laughs> oh oh it was lovely i matched with this guy he was dope um actually we had great conversations he was adopted super cool um and was like hey like i want to be honest like i'm super like i know this story yeah, you've told me i'm this. super faithful and like i like i am a very religious person but like i've been through my shit in my life that like you know like obviously most would say wouldn't be like considered a good Christian girl or just like anything like that. And I like explained it to him. Jasmine, shut the fuck up. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you know, your face amazing. <laughs> like, you're like a good Christian girl. And you're like, holy shit, if anyone knew. The face you made was like, 
But Charlotte ain't the poster girl. I am not the poster girl for Christianity, but doesn't mean that doesn't live within my heart exactly. and live within my soul. But um, I told him all of that stuff, and he was like super understanding and was like, you know what, we all go through our things in our life, blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm bi. And he told me to burn in hell. <gasps> he told me that. He didn't think there was wrong with, like, having those feelings. But if you ever acted upon those feelings, that you were going to burn in hell for all of your eternal sins because that's not God's will. Oh, my God. Don't use Christian mingle. Don't. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> question. I think that answers the question. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Where did y'all lose your virginities? Uh, on a couch. On a mattress. <laughs> 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 oh, tell me, tell me it wasn't a blow up mattress. No. Tell me. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I think it was like there were no sheets on the mattress. No. Ew, Emma. Bro, the first you were just time butt I, naked no, 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 on there? First time I, I regret the first time I had sex so much. Mm. See, That's I like don't a little have regrets in life, but like, am I proud of the first, like my virginity story? Fuck no. No, yeah, no. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, <clears throat> <laughs> uncomfortable but he like it's like one of those things where he apologized to me so many years later about <gasps> it and I was like so he like told me he was like oh yeah like do you love me and I was like yeah and he was like if you love me you'd have sex with me <gasps> no Emma did. I did and I regret it so much this is not my finest hour my proudest moment honestly I've had work I've had I've only ever had one worse moment, I think, than this story. But um, what's our what's our DJ story, Jasmine? The DJ story. So, the second time I ever went out with Charlotte, Battle of Alberta, the goalie fight. We were there. That's my. That is like probably my finest moment. Like that is my biggest flex that I was at that hockey game. That was a great <laughs> hockey game. And the Oilers won. Shout out. Seven two. Like it no, was it was like eight or something. It was, like, it was fucked up. Anyways, there was a blizzard. Set the scene. We're at the Saddle Dome. We're ready to go to Cowboys. We start walking to Cowboys. It's fucking blizzarding. And like a full-fledged snowleg. No, like fully we're in the trenches. Like snowsuit should be on. We get to Cowboys. Then it's 2 a.m. The Ubers are $100 home. No, 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 wait. I had texted my dad being like, can you pick us up? Ubers are, they were $200. $200? They were $200. Cause like surge prices, right? In oh, the middle right. of like a snowstorm plus the game. So it's like $200. I text my dad, can you pick us up? I'm in bed. You're a big girl. Like, okay, you picked my sisters up every single time from the bar growing up. But sounds great. So we're like, okay, we'll get home somehow, some way. We'll just fucking take an Uber. We were about to split it. Then I recall. Actually, I probably don't recall. My my Snapchat memories recall. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking my, at the my memory <laughs> loss <laughs> cannot uh, make a pledge to this. But... Long story short, we spent half the night in the DJ booth at fucking Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> my dad <I> just died. <laughs> um, long story short, the DJ drove us home. I sat in the back and cried. 
I don't remember why. Balls her eyes out the whole drive home. This guy is looking at me like, is your friend okay? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what Jasmine, really Jasmine in a trance in the bags just crying. Ball. They're playing like fucking sub girls. I'm like, nah, girl. We're jamming out. <laughs> like country tunes are whisking me up. I'm like, fuck. Anyways. <laughs> I don't really know why that's a funny story. I don't. Uh, I think just the fact that the DJ from Cowboys drove us home. <laughs> and then I cried in his backseat. And he still messages me sometimes. I thought he has a, he has a wife and kids, hey? That's, That's a different, different one. one. There's oh, multiple. Oh my god. Yeah. Can you describe some of the struggles you encountered during university? Oh shit, this one's deep. Um, some of the struggles I encountered during university. I think one of the biggest things is like going before university, I had really lost myself because I had been really into like this guy and it had went really like south and it like just like really shitty things happened. And then I went into university kind of not knowing my relationship with sex. And one of the biggest thing I did was like I really overexerted myself in like that department. And I felt really shitty about it. And I felt like people would make fun of me for it. And I felt like really awful about myself because I thought that guys would only like me if I like had sex with them, especially in university, because I felt like it was a lot freer. All the time growing up, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, oh, I, I, that was one of the biggest things. And I think just like drinking, I drank so much during first year. I was like, my mom was like, I'd come home and I would not remember the night. And I just, like, people would tell me, and I'd, like, it's a funny story now, but thinking about it, like, I should have ended up, I should have been dead. Should have been dead. Like. Yeah. So it's just, like, yeah, like, being in control of myself, I think, was my biggest struggle. Oh, for sure. I think for me, it was, like, the whole moving away from my parents thing, like, strict parents move away, the usual, classic. I drank, like, every weekend. I honestly did whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And I was actually in a very good state mentally. Um, and then I came home due to the pandemic. And in September, I really started struggling with like, like a lot of like mental stuff and physical stuff. And like, I struggled with a lot of mental and physical kind of realizations, I guess, and coming home due to COVID and having to move in back with my parents was really hard on me. So I think that that's something I struggled with during university was kind of like, oddly enough, I wasn't at school on campus, but I was like having to do university from my childhood bedroom in a town that I don't realistically enjoy. So I think that was a big thing for me. But other than that, like I had a pretty smooth ride in my first and second years. Also, um, I'd say I really agree with Emma's sex thing. Honestly, a lot of my sex stuff maybe kind of came a little bit earlier. Like before university, I figured quite a bit of that out because um, I went through similar stuff in high school. And then it transitioned into university and it still wasn't like it was it was less about the sex and it was more about the relationship. And so it was like a constant, a consistency of like getting into like, relationships like 
not willy-nilly, but like very like, very, yeah, very quick that weren't like the best for me. I was like in a very like mentally and emotionally abusive relationship and it was just a struggle and like I was so invested in it. And then I also had not even like a, like, fuck me. This is like the, that's probably my biggest struggle is like, I didn't have a relationship with this person. I had a situationship I had a situationship like I had a relation no I had a relationship with them but like there was never that title oh and it was long distance and it just like it was something that was really good for me like the way we ended like everything honestly it was great but from it I had a lot of like self-realizations about what I wanted so then coming out of it it was like fuck I don't know how to do this like now I know what I want in life I don't know how I'm going to do it because I'm not on that same like track that I thought I was type thing. Yeah. But that was like probably mine. What's your worst going out experience in uni thus far? When you ditched me. When was that? The first night we went out and I had a panic attack in your house. Oh, okay. Let's clarify this. (laughs) Let's clarify yeah. this for a hard oh, second here. Oh my god, if we save that video, you're gonna have to go look at my face. It was like Yes, we need to clarify the story here. Yeah, she didn't actually ditch me. I no, totally fair. Definitely ditched you. Okay. In my Rich. own home. She absolutely did. Can In I tell my story? own home. Go for it. Please go for it. But I would just like to once again preface I did not leave you stranded at a bar with some random dude. I left you in the comfort of my own bedroom. Okay, so listen. Set the scene once again. I meet Charlotte. January 2020. What a fucking year. We literally go out three weeks after knowing each other. You know what? It was probably less than that. It was probably the second week of knowing each other. Like, let's go to the bar. Charlotte's like, I'm going to take you to this sick place. It's called National. I'm like, all right. Never heard of it. So we go to National. Her brother buys us tequila shots. We do all these fun things. We end up at Cowboys. We don't know how. I don't remember being at Cowboys. Then we Uber home. Yes. Then we're chilling. Then I'm talking to this guy who I met off Tinder. I'm FaceTiming him. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck is Charlotte? Where is this bitch? I'm in her bed alone. No idea where she is. I start searching the house. She's not on the main floor. She's not in the basement. She's not anywhere to be found. She's not anywhere to be found. Emma, do you want to guess where she was? Do you want to guess where she was? The room where everyone fucks. Guess next to who? Her ex-boyfriend. Sleeping, not to mention. (laughs) I open the door. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? Take in. This is my first time at Charlotte's house. I'm fucking obliterated. Drunk as a motherfucker. Drunk. Like, drunk drunk. Like, never been that drunk in my whole goddamn life. Excuse the Lord. I literally was so drunk. I opened the door. She goes, you want to lay down? Shoddy gets in the bed. Shoddy gets in the bed with Charlotte and her ex-boyfriend. Who she'd never met before. Who I do not know who this guy is. Save me, God. I literally can't do it. I literally can't do it. Wake up the next morning at 7 in the fucking morning. Me and Charlotte are like, what the fuck? I don't 
I don't drink anymore. I need to preface this. That's why I'm moderating and I'm sober. I don't drink anymore. I like she drinks a little. I barely drink. I get don't say you don't drink. drink at all. She literally was wasted the other night. She's like, I fuck Jasmine. I'm two drinks in. Fuck maybe Friday. Fuck 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 White Claw. What fuck? You guys know that TikTok? You do say fuck a lot when you're drunk. <laughs> Yo, but you guys know that TikTok? It's like fuck baby. Fuck Friday. Friday. Fuck fuck White Claw. Fuck Friday. That's literally us right now. Anyways, it's Saturday. But literally, this girl, you drink. Okay, she doesn't. She she don't drink like Jasmine drink. Jasmine do drink. Jasmine is Jasmine drinks. Charlotte does not drink. Charlotte Um, do be a pothead. I do be a little bit of a potty. I don't mind that. That doesn't sound bad actually. Anyways, we need to move um, on to the next question. Have you ever watched porn seriously? What does seriously mean? Like, like have you ever intensely. watched it like, actually? To, like, like, not like, use it. like, not like you're brazing over it and you're like, oh, it's a vagina and a penis. Huh? Like, ever watched it and been like, turned on? Fuck, I'm gonna. So, if I answer this question, am I gonna get into law school? Yeah. Are we sure? Why wouldn't you? Isn't porn illegal? Oh my gosh! She just did she just say that? Did you just porn is not illegal? Underage porn is illegal. That's called child pornography. But if it's two consensual adults, it's you. The, how it's the fuck do you think? View. How the Twitter fuck porn? That, Twitter porn. How the fuck do you think that? Oh, you want to talk Twitter, Twitter porn? porn yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. What is that? The coconut oh, oil. Oh, the way he... Okay, we're gonna. We gotta. You gotta see this. I've no never gone on Pornhub. On like, oh have you guys God. ever gone on Pornhub? You've yes. never gone on Pornhub? No. You guys, doesn't Pornhub like break your computer? <laughs> it's free. Yeah. What? Did you know Pornhub's Canadian? And it's free. Yeah. yeah. You can get premium memberships. Which costs, just like YouTube type thing, but it's free. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? My senior year of dance, one of my dance teachers gave us all graduating to a notebook with like two pages full of whatever she wanted to tell us. And this is after the whole like I quit dance thing. Like I quit it as a career thing. And I don't remember what she said. But in there, in my notebook, it says just grow, I think. Maybe it's not even that. Like, it says, like, just bloom. She goes, take your, she wrote in it, and she said, take your your good experiences, your bad experiences, your breakups, like, everything, and use it to grow. And she said, stay grounded and don't forget your roots. And for me, like, that's something that someone, like, told me. And that's, like, always kind of stuck. Like, no matter where I go, no matter what I end up doing, no matter what is happening in my life, I remember, like, who made me me and who I am. And, like, it is hard to remember that. But it's, ha- it's like, definitely helped me recently kind of be, like, I'm me. And there's only one of me. And I have to take care of that person. And I have to embrace myself no matter what. So I feel like that was 
definitely something like I guess like I always say that I always say like what are my roots you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I, I'd say that that's the best piece of advice is like don't forget who you are mm-hmm. which sounds like really fucking stupid and cheesy but no no it's I like that actually and the way she phrased it's so nice like it just that's great I actually got mine from one of my high school teachers and it's kind of like just a really simple phrase was like don't fret, it'll be okay. Because like every time I go into an exam or every time I was late on something or I just like, I used to have such big, I used to panic about a lot and I used to be very hard on myself for not doing the best I could be doing. I think the fact that we've answered funny questions, there's also like always going to be like answers that may be more serious. Serious. There's always going to be answers that are more serious, and there's also always going to be answers that, you know, like, this is just us, and so, like, it doesn't apply to everybody's life. No, And we, we're used to having conversations like this. Yeah. And I think that when you surround yourself with people who are open to listening to you and open to, like, kind of being a shoulder to lean on, whether it's, like, a laugh or a cry, I feel like I think that's what brings you closer. 100%. And that's what's going to get you through shit. happy hour team. I'm Jasmine Krawchuk. I'm Charlotte Holmes. And I'm Emma Boyd. Thanks for listening to Happy Hour. This episode was produced by Charlotte Holmes. Our show theme is from DJ Dynadash. Thanks for tuning in. Join us soon for another episode of Happy Hour. Cheers. Cheers.